What's up everyone? Welcome back to the channel. It is noon central time, 1 p.m. Eastern, and I guess it would be, what, 10 a.m. Pacific uh, on Monday, February 22nd, 2021. Crazy how time flies. We are almost at one one year since I posted my first public video ever. So thank you again for being here. Big day for crypto and the crypto markets, as you can see from my screen here. The market is down very big today, big pullback. Uh, Bitcoin had rallied to about 57 to 58,000 per Bitcoin, and now it's kind of on a 10% drawdown. Is you know my you know spoiler alert. I don't really I'm not phased by this. We've already gone through a 15% drawdown, and I don't think we're close to uh, peaking in this market. If for those of us that have been in the crypto world since you know one two. Uh, types of bull runs before we know that uh, this one seems a bit muted and still a bit early so definitely don't get too scared but this coinbase ipo is quite relevant to talk about especially during a day like this especially during such a big down day in the crypto markets so the topic for today we wanted to talk about was coinbase is valued above a hundred billion dollars in uh, private transaction before it's going to go public via a traditional IPO. So uh, why does it matter? Well, Co Coinbase, for those of you that don't know, is the biggest by far cryptocurrency exchange in the United States and the second biggest crypto exchange overall. Um, you know, I guess on the daily volume, it isn't the second biggest, but in general, it's the second biggest exchange where people buy and sell Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies behind the the actual biggest which is binance and we'll get we'll get to binance a little later um but now it's preparing you know it's been really bolstered and i think all these exchanges have and its business has been bolstered recently with the uh cryptocurrency and bitcoin boom that we've seen uh over the past you know i guess it would be a year since you know we've been talking about this for a year since i started making videos and with a valuation north of $100 billion, Coinbase could be, you know, worth higher than any U.S. tech company that's IPO'd since Facebook IPO'd, which is huge, right? $100 billion is gigantic. That would put it at one-sixth, one-seventh the valuation of Tesla. That's crazy. So here's some numbers to consider that we covered in our free daily email newsletter, which you should sign up for at a couplecents.com. But you know, if even if you're not signed up for it, you can check out our website uh, at a couplecents.com right here and read what we write every single morning. Um, but you know, just some numbers I wanted to highlight. Let me zoom in to my own website. Um, you know, nine month revenue for 2020 was a, just a hair shy of 700 million dollars. Nine month net income for 2020 was 141 million. Full year revenue for last year was about half a billion dollars, and full year net loss was about 30 million. So they're running, they were running about net break even. This is a classic kind of Silicon Valley style company. Um, and they're growing quite a bit with their, you know, I would say full year 2020 revenues are probably going to be a billion dollars. Just let's for, for back of the envelope, say, call it a billion dollars. And this is a crazy growth in valuation because private investors were investing in Coinbase in 2018, just three years ago, I guess two, two and a half years ago for $8 billion. So if you were one of those private investors, you potentially would have 10 extra money. Um, 
Yeah, so where does the $100 billion come from? As it's preparing its direct listing. So it's not actually an IPO. I uh, I apologize for saying that um, because I wrote this this morning. So it's a uh, it's more of a traditional way to go public as compared to a SPAC, which we've seen before, but it's not actually an IPO. It's a direct listing where they actually, they just start listing secondary shares to be traded. So take that back. Um, Coinbase started uh, selling... Uh, its secondary shares uh, via Nasdaq private markets last month, right? So, um, so I mean, this is a pretty big deal, right? And we don't need to go over the direct numbers, that, you know, of how much they're floating. Um, but I guess the, my bottom line here is that I really care about the valuation, right? That's what I'm here for. And $100 billion values Coinbase at, let's say, 108 times current revenues. And on the face of it, it kind of seems a, a bit absurdly high. Uh, one might understand that exchanges traditionally have been very valuable, uh, i.e. like the NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange or the NYSE. Um, and they have really high barriers to entry. They have the ability to basically tax um, the volume that comes through its system in terms of the trades that come through like the NASDAQ or the NYSE. And... Um, it's kind of a monopolistic thing, right? But, you know, and we'll get to how Coinbase, I don't think is completely comparable to those companies. But, you know, it, it's an exchange. It's the dominant exchange in the United States and a very dominant exchange across the world. Um, and cryptocurrency is going to grow and grow and grow. Uh, Coinbase could become a wildly valuable and differentiated company. Uh, I'm going to leave this up here. Uh, if they become a premier exchange for and custodian, which is a really important part for institutions um, around the world. And Coinbase will at least have the stickiness of a unique brokerage. And we all know, we talked about this on this channel, how sticky even Robinhood is. People don't want to sell their stock or sell their crypto and transfer out of there. I will say as a long-term uh, stock investor and a long-term crypto investor, comparatively, um, you know, I would say it's less sticky to be a a crypto brokerage because now you have instant transfers and it's kind of um, table stakes in the industry to be able to transfer your Bitcoin or Ethereum or, you know, large cryptocurrencies from one exchange to another with a withdrawal to a separate address. Um, so, I mean, let's talk about the negatives, though, right? A hundred billion is just an absurd valuation. And I don't think that this... Like, I don't think that um, cryptocurrency exchanges have the stickiness that a New York Stock Exchange or a London Stock Exchange or a Toronto Stock Exchange or a NASDAQ have. And the reason for this is, if you think about uh, those traditional like stock exchanges, those exchanges are the only place you can buy and sell certain stocks, right? So like Amazon, if you kind of go to ticker AMZN, oops, that's the Toronto AM. In stock, right? Kind of go through this here. Uh, they trade on the NASDAQ. So the NASDAQ basically has more of a monopolistic hold on everybody that wants to buy or sell Amazon. But in a differentiate in a different way, crypto doesn't work like that. Cryptocurrencies aren't aren't just exclusively traded on an exchange, right? Uh, there is less differentiation between Coinbase, Gemini, Kraken. BlockFi, any of these, right? There's just much less differentiation because one, uh, 
they all trade around the same things, right? They trade Bitcoin, Ethereum, possibly um, Tether, and then it depends on like they they're fighting each other on features going down the list here. Um, and the real differentiation is how much do you trust them, right? So all that to say, secondly, we already talked about it. Uh, I think that there is stickiness to having your your crypto on an exchange and your money on an on a brokerage sort of. It's like a brokerage, um, but it's less sticky than a Robinhood account to a Fidelity account because Robinhood accounts, people don't want to sell their stocks. And it's, it's a real pain in the butt to do the manual process of transferring your stock from Robinhood to Fidelity. So usually what people do is they sell their stock, they, they withdraw it, and they deposit it back into Fidelity. And it takes like days, possibly weeks to do that. So there's kind of this barrier to transfer there versus Coinbase. Like I've transferred from Coinbase to Kraken to BlockFi, I'm testing BlockFi out for you all. And I'm transferring between them and it literally takes, I don't know, five minutes, 30 Ethereum uh, thirty Ethereum block confirmations. Like it, it's very, very easy for those of us in crypto. So also what I will, will remind you is that, okay, so Robinhood is free to the user, but not really, we talked about that. Uh, fees, whoever pays for them, Commission fees on trading stocks is always going to be higher than commissions on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. The whole dream of cryptocurrency is to have value transfer at low costs with, you know, with high degrees of certainty and no double spend and all this other stuff, right? So just generally, the value of the tax man on the volume of cryptocurrencies is lower because you buying Bitcoin from me on an exchange should have less value to the middleman than you buying an Amazon stock for me, right? Even just someone needs to custody uh, the, the actual stock certificates. You know, there's a lot more there versus me buying Bitcoin from each other. Like, honestly, if, if, if any of you have a Bitcoin that I can buy for, from you for 50 grand, I'll, I'll, I'll just like... We can do that privately and we don't really need a middleman in the same way that you need a middleman in stocks. So that leads me to my other point where there's additional risk here for investing in, a, in an exchange right here, investing in an exchange um, where decentralized exchanges are actually starting to take hold. And I'm not really sure what the future holds for that. But those of you that are interested should look into Uniswap and SushiSwap and basically and all these other DEXs or decentralized exchanges and Binance is even building their own where um, it's just a program that allows me to buy directly from you and you to buy directly from me. Right. So there's a risk of that that might actually just cut out the middleman altogether on a 10, 20, 30 year view. Guys, if this video is bringing you any value, please don't forget to like the video. I would appreciate it. Helps the channel, helps the algorithm. Um, and thanks so much for, for joining me. If you're new here, don't forget to subscribe if you want more and more analysis and research from a hedge fund analyst. And uh, on we go. And also, the last thing I will say, right? So on, on, in terms of just the straight valuation of this direct listing, Sorry, I misused the term IPO. It's not an IPO, it's direct listing, but in my mind, that doesn't really matter to me. Um, is Robinhood is weighing their IPO at a $40 billion valuation. Hold on, let me just make sure I got that number right. Okay, so 
convertible notes at a $30 billion valuation, $33 billion valuation. Well, anyway, so this article says something like $33 billion valuation, but I'm pretty sure that Robinhood is rumored to go uh, public with in a $40 billion valuation, right? So here, here's an article that says $40 billion, but it's paywalled. Um, okay, so if you don't remember, Robinhood makes a billion dollars in revenue as well. So if all things equal, right, you'd be buying into Robinhood at about a 30 $40 billion um, or 30 to 40 times revenue multiple, but you'd be buying into Coinbase at 100, 110 times revenue multiple. So you're buying Coinbase at more than double the valuation of Robinhood. Now, what do I like better? Like Robinhood, I think is a stickier product, but it has these regulatory attacks that are coming and Robinhood... Um, also is, is uh, has this kind of like, everyone's mad at Robinhood for the GameStop fiasco, right? Uh, and Coinbase doesn't have a lot of those, uh, those stigmas, but, you know, I think their stigma is sometimes when uh, the, the crypto market is ripping, Coinbase kind of goes down technically. I mean, your money's safe. It's just like the, the servers go down um, and people can't like access their accounts when they really want to. Um, and so, but Coinbase is more trustworthy, but I also think that it's a lower monetized, uh, space than stocks. But I will say, I think crypto is going to grow much, much faster than stock trading, right? Stock trading has been around in the U S for a hundred years, right? Probably more. Um, and it's been mature for over 50 years and Robinhood is just taking market share on a newly growing market again but from like traditional like E-trades and stuff like that. So, but this is a, cryptocurrency is a budding industry that will be growing and growing and growing on multitudes over the next one, two, three decades. So look, but am I willing to pay 2X the valuation, over 2X the valuation of Robinhood? Not on the face of it. So that's that. I don't really think that Coinbase is particularly attractive at $100 billion especially because look, even if Coinbase does 50 exits revenues or I don't know, 30 exits revenues over the next couple decades, right? Uh, I don't see a particular reason why you wouldn't just bet on crypto and buy Bitcoin. It's hard for me to understand if you're gonna be the pre preeminent US exchange why you deserve, how you would grow that much faster than overall trading volume of Bitcoin and Ethereum, especially since they, if, for those of you that use Coinbase, they have the lowest number of like options here, like Binance and Kraken. They have way more um, coins that you can trade, right? So they beat Coinbase on features. But Coinbase's kind of claim to fame is we're the first, we're the most trustworthy, we are the most uh, secure, and this is the exchange where U.S. institutions will trade their cryptocurrencies and will be the exchange and the, and the uh, custodian. Okay, fair enough. But I still don't understand risk-adjusted, especially in a, uh, a shaky, high-growth environment, especially if yields go up and growth stocks start coming down and you know, you have that additional risk versus Bitcoin is it's on it's on its own cycle 
And all you got to do is be right about Bitcoin. With Coinbase, you have to not only be right about Bitcoin and its growth, you have to be right about Bitcoin, its growth, its volatility, because Bitcoin can rise, but its volatility can fall down. And that and volume can go down, right? So Bitcoin's price can go up, but its volume can go down, which would hurt Coinbase. You have to be right about so many more things. And it's not like Coinbase is going to be valued at some like um, enticing price that makes it particularly undervalued for in my view. But I do think that there is a even better way to play the toll man on cryptocurrency. And I think this is actually a killer, killer investment. And I may be transferring some over to this new investment. So let's talk about that. And maybe I'll do a dedicated video on this. But um, before you do, if you don't mind, please like the video for the algorithm. That's all I ask. And uh, definitely subscribe to the channel if you're new here and want to learn more and just kind of keep up to date, maximize your investments from a former Wall Street hedge fund analyst. And uh, don't forget to sign up for uh, morning sense, which is our free daily email newsletter. And so is that all a couple cents.com link in the description. And, uh, yeah, it's our free daily email newsletter where you can sign up, but you can join Roic where you see all my, uh, holdings and my favorite stocks and my latest trades, uh, that on the paper portfolio, that is basically what I'm doing myself. And I manage for the, for the community. And it's just a really great community to talk stocks and crypto and stuff too. So don't forget to do that. Um, but now that we've said that, Let's talk about what I think is an even more enticing bet. So like I said, Coinbase, I just think it doesn't really make that much sense, but there's a, there are better ways to play it, right? You all know I am a long-term bull in Bitcoin. I bought my first Bitcoin at 300 bucks. I bought it all the way up to 18,000. I, you know, in solidarity, I bought one at 50,000 um, to try out uh, BlockFi for you and we'll come out with a video when I'm ready for that and, um, and if, what I think about BlockFi. And, you know, I think Bitcoin's going to half a million over the next decade, possibly 15, 20 years. And that's a bet I'll make all day long. Um, Ethereum, a little bit less, but it has a lot of really cool things getting built upon Ethereum. Um, the cool thing, though, is if you're like, I really want to own a dominant exchange in the cryptocurrency space. I don't at all think that Coinbase is the way to do it. Coinbase stock. I think, and just think about it. Everyone is now buying crypto and Bitcoin on the Cash App, on PayPal, on Robinhood, all these apps. Like, I think you can do it on Weeble now. I'm not really quite sure. I don't use Weeble. But that, yeah, like, I mean, just think, um, we were going back there. But basically, I just don't think it's super differentiated on the long term. But if you really want to buy a dominant exchange, look what's more dominant than crypto, than Coinbase in crypto. Binance is. Binance is the biggest exchange by far globally. I know they've split themselves out between Binance like International and Binance.us, but the most value is being traded hands on Binance. So if I do the back of the envelope math, let's just say today is a normal day. Well, or actually it's, you know, it it's not a normal day. We see a lot of volume, but let's just say average volume is $30 billion dollars. US dollars of volume traded on Binance per day, right? Let's just do some math together. $30 billion times 365 days a year is $11 trillion of value traded on Binance per year, okay? And so 
11 trillion dollars they trade generally they they charge generally a 10 basis points or 0.1% spot trading fee or 0.5% instant buy and sell fee right so let's just average that out and say most people are smart and do the spot trading and say 0.2% times 0.002 that's 22 billion dollars a year in just current volumes and we all think this is going to go up over time right 22 billion dollars in revenue to Binance. So go buy Binance stock. Well, unfortunately, Binance doesn't have stock, but fortunately, they have their native coin BNB, right? So and what's the valuation? Let's talk about that a little bit. But what I will say is if you're really interested in this, um I'm just going to scratch the surface here, but uh if you go to like BNB white paper, Oops, can't type. Um, BNB white papers view document, right? They raise their money through an ICO, which, and they're good thing they're not a US business because Ripple got in trouble because there are securities laws here, but they are quite uh, distributed around the world. They're, I mean, a bet on them is going to be uh, betting that they can be so distributed that they're not really attackable by any one government, particularly for being like securities issuances stuff securities regulations. Um, but anyway, this is their, they raised their money through an ICO. So the money, they didn't sell equity or stock, they sold BNB coin. And what BNB coin is used for is, if you could go to their website, is you can, you can buy BNB as its own cryptocurrency, you can store BNB as its own cryptocurrency, and you can use crypto, you can use BNB as, first of all, all commissions on the Binance platform are paid in BNB. So there's an inherent demand. When people are trading Bitcoin to Ethereum or USD to Bitcoin on Binance, they use BNB as their commission. So there's inherent demand for BNB coin. Furthermore, they're building out partnerships where you can use BNB for like crypto.com to spend, like crypto.com has a credit card and there's the whole thing, but you can use BNB. So there's gonna be additional demand that, that way. Furthermore, there's only ever going to be 200 million uh, BNB ever created, and they 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 have this burn program. Well, the where eventually they'll burn up to half of that, so there will only ever be 100 million BNB ever made. So this is the reason why BNB coin has uh, risen quite a bit in value recently. Uh, I'm actually kicking myself. Uh, I I invested a lot in BNB coin like last cycle, and then I consolidated back to Bitcoin. I'm kicking myself for not seeing this earlier, but it's still extremely attractive, right? So even if you say there's just $22 billion a year in demand right now for BNB coin of BNB earned, the market cap for BNB coin still right now is fully diluted market cap, call it $42 billion, right? So... I mean, circulating market cap's only 38. And so if you think that, like, first of all, you're, it's, this is not really like valuing an equity. So I have to really think a little bit more about this after this show. But um, if you kind of think about it, if there's 22 billion US dollars of BNB coin demand spent, bought and spent every single year, and you can buy into BNB coin for 39, 40 billion dollars, 
you're buying at basically like, I mean, I would say a very undervalued price. I mean, it's not quite apples to apples to say you're buying into Binance for a $40 billion valuation, but you're buying into Binance's revenue coin for a one times volume or two times, sorry, two times volume type of valuation, which is way, way more um, attractive than what I would say 100x revenues is for Coinbase. Furthermore, you're a bit future-proofed with Binance because Binance is going to do, a is building out their decentralized exchanges that use, lo and behold, BNB, right? So even if the DEX works, BNB will be used and spent and demanded by the market using their DEX, okay? So that's just, I mean, I'm just doing some back of the envelope analysis here. Kind of kicking myself, honestly, for not seeing this. Like I saw it back back in 2017 a bit, but it was like so far off and Binance was still young. Um, but I really do think that Binance coin is the way to play this game. I think it's really undervalued. Um, and yeah, and I would just say, uh, if you can buy Binance, which is a bigger exchange for a fully diluted market cap of their coin for $42 billion or Coinbase for a over $100 billion valuation, what are you going to pick? I mean, some things like in investing, it's like you can get really nitty gritty on the detail, but some of this is like back of the envelope, like this makes sense, this doesn't. I would take the Binance by BNB coin over uh, buying Coinbase stock all day of the week, every day at these price points. And today even presents you with a pretty good time to do it. Um, you know, we're on a down, if, if, especially if you're coming from fiat. So if you're going from USD to buy one of these things and you're like, ah, oh, I've already filled up on my Bitcoin, I filled up on my Ethereum. Like Binance coin sound, seems like a really, really interesting play. Some of these other ones like Cardano, especially and like XRP, they, they and Litecoin even, they, they require a lot of thought into them because like, oh, is Cardano, like are the developers gonna build stuff on Cardano? Um, how is that gonna compete with Ethereum? What's the market dynamics? What's the tech stack? What's the tech value stack? But with Binance Coin, it's like they're the dominant exchange and you can buy into their native ICO currency that will always be have an inherent demand to it and future proof something that Coinbase doesn't have for $40 billion. So I'm gonna leave you with that. Don't forget to like the video if this was uh, helpful for you. Um, if you have any questions, I'm sure we'll be discussing it as a community on Roic at acouplecents.com. So don't forget to sign up if you aren't already. Um, and don't forget to like the video on the way out and subscribe to the channel. And I really enjoyed these lunches with you. Um, hopefully uh, all this is very helpful. So I appreciate you all. Have a great day. I will talk to you later.